Hi, and welcome to the Triathlon Mental Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Edge. This podcast is for you if you're a triathlete, whether an age grouper or a pro. As an experienced triathlon mental performance coach, during each 10-minute episode, I'll be talking about mental tools and strategies to manage your pre-race nerves, to prevent panic in open water, to improve your mental toughness, to quickly recover from setbacks, to remove the mental blocks that are preventing you from increasing your pace, power and speed, to improve your focus and much, much more. I'll also be talking to some of the leading ultra-endurance athletes. Each episode will be in your favourite podcast platforms every Monday. If you like the sound of that, please click the follow button to be notified when each episode is released. And you're also welcome to join my private Facebook group with over 1,100 triathletes. The Facebook group is called Triathlon Mindsets, and the link will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and I look forward to recording new episodes. In this episode, I talk about how to manage your stress levels leading up to race day, along with an important tool to measure it accurately. In this episode, I talk about how to manage your stress levels leading up to race day, along with an important tool to measure it accurately. And I'll mention the tool towards the end after about five to six minutes. But for now, we all hear a lot about stress and how to too much stress can have a major impact. In this episode, I talk about how to manage your stress levels leading up to race day, along with an important tool to measure it accurately. Now, you hear a lot about stress and the importance of reducing stress, but the key with all of this is how we can measure it. And there is a tool that I'll mention towards the end after about five to six minutes, which I'd recommend everybody use so that you really do have a more detailed understanding of just how stressed you really do feel. Now, let's talk about stress in a, in a little more detail, really, in terms of the impact specifically for you as triathletes on race day. Now, ultimately, you know, stress has a, has a bad rap, if you like, in the fact that you know most people associate stress with negativity. Now, the reality is a little bit of stress in our lives is really very important. And so there are good stresses that we can, uh, you know, we can take in. And, and so it's not all bad. Um, but for many people, for many of you, you're constantly living in a state Light, light, or free. Now, in terms of stress, we look at it from a central nervous system. And think of it like this. You have your central nervous system as your umbrella. And then underneath that, you have two elements. You have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for what we call rest and digest in terms of mental performance. That's when you feel totally relaxed, totally rested. So if you think of it like a car rev counter, on one side, the parasympathetic, rest and digest, feeling totally chilled. On the opposite side, you have the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight, flight, or freeze. Now, unfortunately, many of you are living your lives in constant state of fight, flight, or freeze. Constant state of stress, constant state of worry, constant state of feeling nervous about the future, about what is happening. And so super, super important 
that we reduce those stress levels for most people. And there are a multitude of ways that you can do that. Um, I talk a lot about stress in my private Facebook group, Triathlon Mindsets, and you're welcome to join that. The, the link will be in the show notes to this episode. And if you're not already there, feel free to click the link there. And I talk a lot about things that you can do to reduce your stress levels leading up to race day. And that's sort of three to four week period where pre-race nerves, and for those of you who experience anxiety, that anxiety kicks in to a greater level. One of the elements that are really important element, and there's a lot of nonsense around this, is sleep. Now, you know, you will hear the number seven to nine hours that is a recommended amount of sleep. Now, that's all. It, it is a, a recommended number. However, to me, often it feels like that's just been pulled out of a hat. And I know that sleep research will argue with this, but I've seen lots and lots of research to indicate that you need less than that. And some people need more. Sleep really does depend on the individual. It depends on your training load. It depends on a multitude of factors. Um, and so, you know, saying seven to nine hours is like the recommended daily amount of vitamin. There is no real concrete number. It really all depends on the amount of sleep that you need and at that time. Um, but one of those variables within sleep that it really is very important that you do monitor and so most of us have got Garmin's now, or you use the Wahoo or Chorus or whichever watch you're using, or the Apple Watch. Uh, the key, one of the key metrics there is your level of deep sleep. Now, when you track that, your deep sleep should be between 10 to 16% of your total sleep. And if it's not, then you can look at, you can Google, or you're welcome to ask me, and I'll be able to, I'm happy to give you uh, advice on how to increase that number. Um, there are a multitude of factors. Going to bed at the same time, uh, circadian rhythm, which is basically our bodies in a in a continuous state of um, a continuous cycle uh, in, in terms of ninety minute rhythm, and the circadian rhythm is the one that we're interested in when we're sleeping. So you can easily identify what time you should be going to bed at night by the planned time that you need to make, wake up. So if you need to wake up by five thirty. Counting backwards in 90-minute cycles will give you an indication as to what time you need to uh, to sleep to make sure that you don't wake up at the end of that cycle. Because if you do, if you wake up in the middle of a cycle, whether you've had six hours or nine hours, for most of you, you are going to wake up feeling tired. So that's just one element. And there is a multitude of others. As I said, it's eating earlier, it's your hydration levels, it's reducing stress at work. And that's something that I'd, I also advise all of the athletes I work with as a triathlon mental performance coach. If you do have a big race coming up, whether it's Ironman Maryland in a few weeks, whether it's Kona in October, or whenever that may be, three to four weeks out, try and backload any works that you have, any important meetings uh, to, uh, to after that race. And that's there's a multitude of, right, of other elements too. But the tool I'm going to be talking about now, which I recommend everybody use, so I've carried out a lot of research into this over the last three to four months uh, with a sports scientist friend of mine, a good friend of mine who's a credible sports scientist. And that tool is called heart rate variability, or otherwise known as HRV. Um, some of you will have will have heard this mentioned. Um you may see on the on the on the Phoenix, I think maybe on the Forerunner, the Garmin Forerunner nine six five and the nine five five. I think that tracks it as well, but I definitely know the Phoenix does. It will give you an indication 
as to where your heart rate variability is simply where you sit. That number will indicate where you sit on the parasympathetic side or the sympathetic side of that nervous system. Um, really very important. Now, the only problem with that is certainly at night is that's reliant upon your wrist, the wrist-based uh, heart rate monitor, which we all know is becoming more and more accurate, certainly in the new phoenix, but um, it's certainly not as accurate as a chest strap. So, you know, that number for those of you who don't like using chest straps or you don't have one, uh, that number will be, will be a guideline, uh, but it, it won't be that accurate. Um, I recommend personally using a chest strap. Um, speaking to sports scientists, friend of mine, friends of mine, they recommend the gold. The gold standard here is the Polar H10, is the uh, the recommendation from them, uh, and, and certainly me also. And so by putting on the Polar H10 or putting on your chest strap, much better. Now, there's two apps that I recommend that you're able to, uh, which will provide you with this number, a more accurate number, as I said. And that first one that I use is an app called Elite HRV, totally free app. Um, and you can download it quite simple. Take a morning, put on your chest strap, take a morning readiness test. And that will give you an indication of which side of the central nervous system you're currently sitting on based on, on a multitude of variables. Um, very, very accurate. You need to track it over three to four weeks to get an accurate baseline. But that will give you an indication as to where you're sitting in terms of those stress levels. The other app, if you don't like using a chest strap, based upon the pull on the heart rate on your finger, um, I was a bit dubious of this until I looked into who created this app, and it's a very, very credible sports scientist, so it, it comes highly recommended for sure. And that app is called HRV4. Um, so quite simply with that, I haven't used it. Um, I use the Elite HRV app, but quite simply, Put the, the pulse on the end of the, I forget what it is, on the end of the, the camera light or something. I forget which one. Uh, and that will give you an accurate reading again. And that will give you an indication as to where you're sitting in terms of that central nervous system, in terms of that uh, that gauge. And then would you have that over a consistent period of time? And that will obviously change depending on what happens at work, um, the closer you get to race day, etc. Um, you can then take steps to reduce that. And if you'd like any tips on how to reduce those stress levels, we can have a chat, a free chat, or you can send me a message, or you can email me at neil, N-E-I-L, at neiledge.com. That's neil at neiledge.com. Uh, and I'll be happy to answer any questions or help you to interpret the numbers that that, um, that they provide with you on either Delete HRV or HRV4. Um, and I'll be happy to. But it's stress levels, as I said before. You get an idea because you feel less stress, whether you're sleeping better, whether you just how you feel. However, that's fine. Um, but certainly measuring that with a little more detail in terms of heart rate variability does make a difference. It really does. And when I first began reading about HRV, uh, heart rate variability, I wasn't too sure. I'd read all the research and that's fine, but I wanted to test it on myself and see if that correlated with how I felt. And it absolutely does every time. And so I religiously do this every day. And all of the athletes, whether age groupers and pros, uh, that I work with as a triathlon and performance coach, all use heart rate variability as one of the uh, the measurements that we use. So um, it really will give you a good indication. I recommend you do. Um, and especially the closer you get to race day, 
less stressed you arrive, the calmer you feel when you arrive on the start line, invariably the stronger the race will be. And so ultimately it will have an effect on your, will have an impact on your race. So hopefully you found that helpful. Well, that's the first episode. I'm going to be recording a lot more uh, every week. And as I said, I'm happy to answer any questions. And so if you have any questions at all, then feel free to uh, to either comment in the show notes or you're welcome to email me, the, as I mentioned. And as I said, if you're not in my uh, private Facebook group, Triathlon Mindset, you're more than welcome to join. Just find it on Facebook, send a request, and I'll be happy to accept you in there and to answer any questions about all of the posts that I've written over the last 18 months or so. So have a wonderful day, and I'll look forward to communicating with you all soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found it useful. It'll really help the show if you can click the follow button. And also, it'll be really very much appreciated if you can leave a short review. That really will help a lot. And as mentioned, you're welcome to join my private Facebook group, Triathlon Mindset. I write weekly posts there. Um, with over 1,100 members, I really do think that you uh, you will find it valuable. So you're welcome to come over and join if, you, uh, if you'd like to. But once again, thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to recording the next episode.